0: Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that does not require you to get a face tattoo. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Hellmouth?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to tattoo our faces on your face, we're totally
1: okay with that. No, I am not okay with that in any way.
0: Just do his then. He sounds no. like he's really with okay. uh,
1: <laughs> Oh, I love tattoos of people. Mm, it's the <laughs> easiest thing to get right.
0: It looks really cool when you get it right. It's just yeah, maybe not. No, they'll they'll pay a lot of money for their face tattoo of your face. Don't even worry about
1: it. Like, is it just on? Like, does do all the features match up, or is it a smaller <laughs> version of my face somewhere on their face?
0: I was picturing, because you're referring to the cobs, obviously. Right. I was picturing a small picture of your face in the center of their forehead.
1: <laughs> Good, yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it, definitely. Oh, this boy. is Season
0: 5, episode 20, Spiral. Original air date, May 8th, 2001.
1: Mm-hmm. That it is. What a spiral of an episode we have here.
0: We're, I mean, certainly spiraling.
1: real spiral on our hands.
0: That's a lot of, very true, a lot of circular spiraling action (sighs) happening.
1: God, when there were fewer episodes of this TV show that I had watched, I had a much better idea what happened in any given episode. (laughs) even just looking back at season five i'm like what the fuck happened in that
0: there are many episodes that you're just like well i start watching them and i think to myself okay this is what's gonna what's gonna happen in the middle of this like where's this going and yeah beginning and ends a little easier but there's some stuff that happens in the middle of this that i'm like oh right (laughs) (laughs) this is weird
1: (laughs) yeah all right So so we come in straight into the action it is super awkward. Glory has just found, you know, the key in the dorm room. Willow and Tara's dorm room, I guess?
0: Is that where they are?
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're in Willow and Tara's room, which is in some of the dorms, apparently, as they flee through the dorms. So, Like,
0: when they were fleeing across campus, I was genuinely shocked. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's where we were? That's
1: confusing. Right. So then they just fucking try to book it. But Glory is very fast. Even if you've got witches throwing spells up, Glory's going to get to that key. It doesn't matter whether or not you're carrying your slow ass sister. She's going to find you.
0: I really liked the carrying because it was just so clearly the stunt double. (laughs) Or a man. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Uh, It does bring me into one of my two pictures for this episode, all leather all the time.
0: Oh, that's very exciting. Because Buffy
1: has chosen to go with the leather pants and the leather jacket look.
0: Mm. Just super leather. And then like this is the rest of the episode. Obviously, no one is changing this episode. No one
1: changes into anything this episode. It's also boring.
0: Pretty much none of my pictures are outfit based in any way.
1: <laughs> Which is a real that's a real change for this format of the podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, I agree. But I just couldn't justify taking pictures of things that A Anything that was wacky, I already had a picture of. Like Mm -hmm. the shirt Willow's wearing, I have something from last episode for that.
1: Yeah, it's all the same stuff, right?
0: Right. I'm not going to repeat. That's that's just silly. Mm
1: -hmm. So yes, Glory catches up to them. She is too fast, but she gets hit by a truck in manner most funny.
0: I have a lot of questions about this truck. Okay. And I know that they don't horribly (laughs) damaged. I'm more worried, like, what was it doing on this? side street (laughs) in front of the campus because it seems to be carrying some sort of tube trailer full of something it's a large truck carrying a lot of something and what's it doing here
1: (laughs) i mean it's hitting glory in manner most comedic so i'm okay with that
0: it's pretty lucky for the Scoobs that a that this truck is available and then b that ben immediately is able to take control
1: Right. Yeah, that's, uh, it's all very lucky, which is sort of the point and why Buffy is so freaked out about the whole thing, is because if it were not for this wacky happenstance, she would be very dead. And Dawn would be question mark activated.
0: (laughs) Oh, we're gonna have a lot of pseudo-answers to what the key... (laughs) does
1: we get some solid key exposition in this episode and i still come away with a lot of questions mostly because i know too much
0: that's yeah it was nice that they had the exposition and that they had it coming from this general dude because (laughs) he is genuinely the only person like who really knows about this stuff Mm -hmm. these guys aren't gonna write this shit down that right right when so buffy brings dawn back to the scoobs and everyone but buffy seems to really be underestimating glory still or not taking glory as seriously as they should be
1: it's all wacky japes
0: it doesn't make any sense buffy's like no you guys i can't fight her she's way too strong she will kill me and they're like no buffy we'll fix it out
1: drop a piano on her like that adorable (laughs) cartoon rabbit and the nice man who hunts the nice man with the speech impediment who hunts him (laughs)
0: Uh, it's, I mean, I like that Anya seems to be on the side of Elmer Fudd.
1: <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> but
0: yeah, yeah. like, ah, uh, what are they They're thinking? They're so blasé about it. And Buffy's like, no, let's get the fuck out of here, you idiots.
1: Yeah, they really gotta leave. Before that happens, Dawn's <sighs> relating the story, right? Of Buffy fighting Glory and it all going super well.
0: <laughs> right, yeah.
1: Like, I get it, guys. Glory has good feet. I understand how nice her feet are. Dawn does not need to bring it up.
0: Did Dawn bring up her feet? Yes. Oh my God, I didn't even
1: notice. All skanky and blonde
0: and thinking she's all that just cause some bumpy heads kiss her stinky feet. She does have nice feet.
1: There's a lot of dialogue in this episode that I did not catch. I will fully admit to that. And it's not for lack of caring. It's not for lack of trying. I wasn't drunk. I just, I guess I didn't care. So it is of the lack of caring.
0: That's a pretty quick 180. You you rhymed up all these things it wasn't, and I'm like, what's left?
1: Well, it's kind of mumblecore this episode in a lot of ways. Uh. So I didn't really want to go back to try to catch what they had said over the sound of the RV and yeah. But yes, I'm I'd say 80% sure that Dawn f- finishes her screed about glory by saying that sure she might have nice feet, actually her feet are really nice.
0: I just feel like <laughs> there's just been so much foot talk and and foot shots that I've never noticed. <laughs> And all it's done is give me questions about your relationship with feet. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> in what way? <laughs> I knew you wouldn't like that at all. I oh. hate that. <laughs> Delightful.
1: It's slanderous.
0: Everything I wanted from that exchange. Okay.
1: God damn it. So... <laughs> okay, so there's not enough room in Xander's car to get them all out of Sunny D. And they've all got to leave so that they're all together because a bunch of them are actually useful together. Uh, Yeah, so they got to get everyone out. But how will they do that?
0: (laughs) They'll, as I said last time, get in Spike's RV and drive away from the Sunny D. (laughs) He's got a what? He's a what? He's a what?
1: He's a what? He's a what? He's a what? He was what? (laughs) He's got a what? (laughs) He's a music man.
0: Now it's interesting because the sentence that I read you was from the IMDb description of this episode, mm-hmm. but it's made pretty clear later that like Spike stole this RV just okay. recently.
1: I think pretty clear is overstating things. It is.
0: He makes a comment about how he should have stolen a Porsche instead.
1: Yes, that is the only comment. <laughs> And I missed it. I missed it the first time I was going through it. So I had Uh, to go back and be like, what did Spike say? Because I'm pretty sure that was the explanation. And yes, the line is like, I should have nicked that Porsche I had my eye on. And you're like, okay, no, I can make the inferences about this.
0: I think they really decided that it wasn't that important.
1: It is not that important. Sure. It's Spike's RV. He's got an RV now. Except when it tips.
0: We skipped over the Lady Minion.
1: Yeah, let's go back to that. Lady Minion is talking to Ben. She's giving him the business about tearing up Glory's dress.
0: Yeah, she's pissed. Her name is Gronx.
1: Gronx?
0: G-R-O-N-X.
1: Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> I don't think it's said at the, at any point in this episode, but, Mm-mm. you know, the wiki knows, so it's
1: all good. Well, Merc still hasn't been named. And, like, where is Jinx even at this point, you know?
0: No, remember He's I gone. told you? No more jinx ever again.
1: Oh my god, right. Yeah. For no reason, though.
0: No. Oh, I don't. mean, Merc's here now. You love Merc.
1: I do love Merc. He's got them finger guns. Yeah. Some, looks like someone's got a case of the Mondays. I love this minion hitting on Ben, the cute it's nameless so, intern, casually.
0: So funny. <laughs> just uh,
1: constantly mentioning how handsome he is.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just like this weird casual thing where... <laughs> Like, there's no reason for it, but it's oddly hilarious.
1: Oh yeah, it's so good.
0: Yeah. I have a picture. So Spike is currently driving the RV. He's Mm. blacked out all the windows, but left a little, uh, I guess, window in the window for him to be able to see the road. Mm -hmm. Not that he can see much, I imagine. And because of this, he's wearing some sweet driving goggles.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, this picture, (laughs) this might be the best picture this podcast has ever produced.
0: I have called this picture Smuggles because he is smug and wearing goggles.
1: Yes, I understand completely. (laughs) His face is doing things that James Marster's face should not be able to do.
0: I don't know what's happening with it. It seems like like... he's
1: got twice the amount of chin as normal.
0: He's changed the entire shape of his face. Yeah. Like he doesn't have that much chin, does he? I'm so uncertain now. No, he doesn't. I don't know.
1: (laughs) That's fantastic, though. I love it. I love it so much. God.
0: Right, because Giles and Xander are both immediately like, get out of here, Spike. You don't belong here. And you're like, he's literally driving. Like, Buffy clearly asked him to come.
1: Oh, boy. Yep. So Spike has stolen an RV in lieu of a Porsche. And yeah, Buffy wants to keep him around because he can help take care of Dawn or some such.
0: So I understand why Spike is here. I understand Mm -hmm. why Buffy and Don are here, obviously. (laughs) Willow, super useful.
1: Tara needs to be taken care of by Willow. uh, Or could be taken care of by Xander and Giles, who stay behind. And 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 Anya! Anya! Anya, She's great.
0: Now, I'm not suggesting that we split the party. (laughs) But, like, what are half of the party members doing here?
1: They're along for the ride. The dangerous, dangerous ride.
0: If they were to stay behind, Glory would find them and kill them. Possibly. But honestly, like, she's too intent on finding the key to give a shit about them.
1: Yeah, and you know what? They don't know where the key has gone. They know that the key is left.
0: So, I mean... Glory finds them. Glory tortures them. Yeah, sure. They don't have any information to give. Yeah, exactly. They should have stayed behind. I kind of understand why they didn't. Because what would you have (laughs) them doing for the entire episode? Just like cowering, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You could make something fun out of that.
0: Maybe. But that's not what they did. So we'll never know.
1: Yeah. Instead, Anya is here to cook up some canned meat product in her frying pan.
0: (laughs) I was... So I'm normally very on board for Anya's hilarious non sequiturs Mm -hmm. and i wasn't as thrilled with them when we were constantly in these tense situations Mm, I, i understand their purpose is to break the tension because you don't want to really have an episode that's just tension but this is a pretty high stakes situation
1: i don't know man when she said it's time for snacks and she reaches into her backpack and pulls out a frying, <laughs> a frying pan, pan? Yeah. i was like wait what okay i'm so much more on board for this what uh, are you frying up this can of spam and like holy <laughs> shit yes yes anya you have ascertained everything we need, need comic
0: relief i do get it but yeah anyways
1: why do we need comic relief Michaela? why do we need it
0: because the alternative is these cob fuckers with their hats
1: oh my god the kernels <laughs> in their caps as my picture shows you got these three assholes with their, <laughs> their three caps, caps pulled way down low because they each have a goddamn face tattoo
0: i laughed so hard at this oh my
1: god it's so <laughs> funny it's so funny
0: because it just, it, the hats are so conspicuously low. They're And it just, incredible. it's the exact thing you've been complaining about <laughs> with this whole face tattoo nonsense that they've got going on, right?
1: Oh, geez. Joss comes back from vacation. He's like, how's the show going? They're like, good. We have these villains with face tattoos. <laughs> and he's like, excuse me, what?
0: Yeah, they're just like, Hundreds to thousands of them. No big deal.
1: (laughs) Big tattoos on every one of their faces. Oh, and they're knights. So we're going to need to film them not only in chainmail shit, but also on horses.
0: Right? How expensive was this? What
1: the fuck are you talking about?
0: I, yeah. And, like, the more important you are, the larger your face tattoo, it (laughs) seems. Which, I guess, makes sense from... A hierarchy structured organization. But it's just like, once you're important enough, you can never go outside again. I don't know.
1: Oh my God. It's so dumb. These cob fuckers.
0: (laughs) Well, we won't have to worry about them for too long.
1: No, we won't. Is this sinister male?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So they have come to the hospital to retrieve their poor comrade who uh, was mind sucked by glory.
1: Mm -hmm. Orlando is the fellow's name.
0: It is. And they're going in and they seem a little bit nervous, like they didn't know whether or not they were going to be able to get him released. And Mm -hmm. then the nurse calls out to them because they've forgotten to sign a form or whatever, but they think that she's discovered them. So uh, this guy decides that he's going to, I'm not sure what he's planning to do with the tiniest dagger of all time. (laughs) I've called this picture Sinister Male because it looks like a letter opener.
1: Yes. Yeah, I can imagine that.
0: So he's gonna... I guess he could slit her throat with it.
1: You can stab someone up. She's not wearing any armor. It's fine. You're
0: gonna have to stab her a lot, aren't you? Oh,
1: yeah. A lot. Oh, so much.
0: (laughs) It sounds terrible.
1: Just so many times, Michaela. Yeah, I... Now, this guy who's come to spring his friend, uh, Orlando, from the mental hospital. Did you catch his name?
0: Oh, geez. Oh, jeez. I mean, it's on the wiki. Just tell me what it is.
1: Dante Chevalier. (laughs) Which means, of course, Dante Knight.
0: (laughs) Are you sure they weren't calling him Chevalier? Wait, was that just the name he gave?
1: That is the name that he writes down in immaculate script as he's signing this guy out. And then no one ever refers to him by name, as far as I can tell. So that is the name that he has in the IMDB credits.
0: Wiki calls him Dante? Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wonder if, like, I mean, this is clearly some sort of cult. Once right. you enter it, presumably you don't have a last name oh, anymore. Oh,
1: members of Project Mayhems gain a name in death. <laughs> right. Yeah, that makes sense. Precisely that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's all super dumb and I love it so much, except I, I truly dislike it. Honestly, in my heart of hearts, but it At is s- hilarious.
0: <laughs> At some point in this episode, Buffy says, "Where, like, what took you guys so long to get here? Which is, <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. It yeah, it took take them, them five fucking time.
1: episodes.
0: Yeah, they've really not been in this season much. And now here's a whole episode about them. Great. That'll be
1: great. But also what took you guys so long? How did it take you so long to get here? They're on fucking foot and horseback. Who knows where they came from?
0: How slow is this fucking RV? <laughs> right? Like, I don't know how oh fast the horse is. <laughs> well,
1: Giles makes a point of calling it really, really slow. So that's fine. We're going to uh, find
0: out. We're going to find out. Horse top speed. 40 to 48 kilometers per hour.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've gone that fast <laughs> on my bicycle.
0: Right? And that's like full out gallop. So <gasps> a horse cannot full out gallop forever
1: i mean walking pace is similar to a human's
0: and these guys are wearing armor right
1: (laughs) okay okay so they spring their stupid friend these colonels and then they go back to the mist shrouded army like
0: they're who how have these guys just been hiding in the forest or whatever the fuck this is
1: the swamps near Sunnydale.
0: I guess, yeah. Is this
1: best in show? Is this when this happens? No, no, okay. that's later. Well, they meet this general and I'm like, oh, I know this guy. IMDB doesn't provide this as his top acting credit, but he's the main antagonist from the first like four seasons of Prison Break. This is oh, Bellick, who is the, the ward, not the warden, but like the head guard at the prison oh. in the first season.
0: Oh, Okay, so I never watched Prison Break, but oh. I actually I can remember him from the Prison Break commercials I have seen.
1: Mm. Yep. Which actually, this is then two Prison Break stars yes. getting their start in Buffy.
0: That just makes me want to do something similar to Dawson's Crossing. <laughs> yeah. I see how much crossover there is between Prison Break and Buffy.
1: <laughs> oddly, oddly a crossover heavy uh, <laughs> a set of shows. Yeah. And yeah, the fucking colonels all marching through the swamp is hilarious. They've got their chain mail. They've got their dumbass horses. Like how much chain mail can you get in 2001?
0: Uh, I know and not it's... costume
1: wise. I'm talking about like in universe. Where oh, the no. fuck are these guys getting it?
0: I mean, they have blacksmiths, right?
1: <laughs> right. Like, and where do these guys live most of the time? Jesus Christ. Yeah.
0: These are a lot of questions that it's, it's just not worth it you know
1: it really is not
0: yeah because it's not gonna matter soon
1: okay so the rv is bad for xander right he's uh he's got some car sickness
0: like is this just a device to make him 100 useless in all the fighting
1: well it's something that i like to use for our common recurring segment keeping score do you close enjoy you more instead of- which as you will now remind the audience is
0: <laughs> Oh, we're back to this. Yeah. Back to Mickey and Michaela. Guess what the thing is. I mean, yeah, recall what the thing is. Something about the minor scoobs being useful.
1: Uh, you're close, but you <laughs> bungled that explanation. Come on, we do this Good. every week. I know. <clears throat> so, uh. cast your mind back to the start of the season. Buffy versus sure. Dracula. Xander had a fun line. About not being the butt monkey anymore, and Ooh. I think this is a good time to go back and see how that has actually worked out for him in this season. Especially because the car sickness that we've never seen before, and I'm sure we'll never see again. Nope. It it's like oddly butt monkey esque. Like why why does it happen? Is it supposed to be funny? Yeah what what's actually going on here so we can go back through the uh the previous episodes this season and i will say that i think xander has generally come out quite well after swearing off being the butt monkey it's unfortunate that two episodes after he said that was the replacement Uh, where well yeah bad xander bad xander's the butt monkey of that
0: that whole episode is about him learning that he has the capability to be good xander
1: Yes. So like not a hundred percent, but uh there's still there's still quite a bit of (laughs) nonsense happening to Xander. Especially like being knocked out into a pile of garbage and left there for a night, you know.
0: That's not great. You're it's not the funny
1: syphilis, but it's also not great. Um in the episode I Was Made to Love You he was in a giant punching bag suit for, like, way too long for no reason.
0: I guess it depends what our our definition of being the butt monkey is. <laughs> because if it just means that he is not filling the role of damsel in distress, I think he's probably doing okay from that perspective.
1: I think in I'm interpreting it as the comic relief through bad things happening to him.
0: So him being the butt of the joke as opposed to him participating in the joke. Or right. Like yeah, telling yeah, yeah. the joke.
1: Exactly. And That's, I would yeah. I think that him being in a punching bag suit is definitely butt monkey behavior.
0: That I mean he is the joke is about him then. Yeah. It's at his expense.
1: It is very much at his expense.
0: And then in that case, yes, him getting sick for no discernible reason is at his expense.
1: Like why though? <laughs> yeah. I yeah.
0: could not say.
1: But I mean, that that is just three episodes out of 20. So I think a one in seven and maybe That's not it's bad. four out of 20 if you count Buffy versus Dracula. But he hadn't sworn off being the butt monkey by that point. So I yeah. wouldn't count that. Yeah, I think he's done quite well for himself as not being the butt monkey anymore
0: especially in season 4 a lot of the jokes about xander are related to xander still lives in the basement oh Xander's my God, life yeah. is a mess so yeah. basically every time it's sh- his life is shown to be kind of shitty he's the joke is at his expense if mm-hmm. that's what they're going for and that's like you know a lot of the time
1: <laughs> yeah that happens a lot more than it does in this season
0: so i would say that this is a decrease for sure
1: good job xander You made a promise and you stuck with it, sort of.
0: Yeah, well
1: done. The writing crew let you stick with it.
0: We have to separate those two things, or I don't even know what it is we're talking about.
1: So, everyone's in the RV, Spike's getting on Xander's nerves, Tara's getting on everyone's nerves, let's be honest.
0: Jesus. Uh,
1: (laughs) She starts talking about how everything's dark, and we cut to all the mental patients in the Sunny D hospital, and they're... All talking about how everything's dark and Merc is here with Gronks, is her name?
0: Yes, Gronks.
1: Gronks. He's here with Gronks and she's- it's like
0: the Bronx, but with a G. Oh,
1: okay, good. Yes. Yeah. She's uh, she's casting stones and the omens are good and they're very happy about things being super dark. And what does it mean, Michaela? What does any the of mean? The alignment.
0: The mm. alignment is nigh. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, it is exciting. Ooh! I've
0: got some questions about this alignment and how it relates to the key, but that's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you need the alignment to activate the key.
0: You can't just use the key's power at any old time. I,
1: I don't know.
0: What is aligning?
1: <laughs> For the eight realms or all of the realms, how many dimensions are there?
0: That seems unlikely that it's all of them because there's probably a lot.
1: Because all of them are getting linked up. We can talk about it later. Yeah, okay. Something about alignment. (sighs) Buffy doesn't want to run away, but it's the only thing she can do. Because, you know, as she said, she can't fight glory. And as she's moping about this, here come the colonels. They're on horseback. (laughs) They are riding at a top speed of 48 kilometers an hour. (laughs) They are shooting the RV with crossbow bolts. Oh,
0: God, it's just quite the attack, wouldn't you say?
1: A fight ensues between an RV and a bunch of horses, and Buffy gets up on the roof to fight Yo, some kernels.
0: She's doing some things on that roof that you're just like, don't do a backflip on a moving vehicle. No! That's a really bad idea.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, she falls off mostly.
0: But yeah, I mean, for her to get up on the roof, Spike has this really questionable plan of like, grabbing a sword (laughs) that a guy shoved through the ceiling
1: which doesn't come out because spike is holding onto it too hard yeah
0: oh yeah i mean it it works out for him about as you'd expect with his hands being all slashified
1: yeah pretty fucked up so yeah grappling (sighs) hooks are deployed so more people can get on the on the rv
0: (laughs) the grappling hooks are hilarious
1: (laughs) anya does some serious head trauma to a guy with the frying pan as he tries to get in through the window
0: They're they're killing these guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, Buffy can kill
1: people now. She straight up throws an axe at a guy and it sticks in his chest.
0: He's a man. Yeah. The people who have been thrown off of the RV, they're probably done for, but not for sure. You get an axe in the chest, you're done.
1: Well, yeah, Buffy's up there fighting this guy and she grabs like an axe or a sword, goes to swing at a dude. And I was like, oh, like, what if that had connected Buffy? You'd be a murderer then. And then she just throws it at this other guy. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. She can kill people now. That's the thing that Buffy's gonna do. Okay.
0: Remember when we had half a season going on and on about how Faith killed a man and how that really affected her and now she's the evil slayer and everything? Remember that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> So, I think this point will be cemented a bit later, but this episode is like that point in the D&D campaign where you're ostensibly a good party, but yeah. you just start doing some questionable things and not thinking about it. Because you're
0: too busy with this Saving other... the world? Right.
1: Question mark?
0: Question mark. Uh, yeah!
1: Yeah! <laughs> We get a classic Jossism. Giles is a leaf on the wind as oh, he is damn. driving. The, he's driving the RV, and some dude cha- charges him with a horse, throws with a, a javelin, and a yeah. lance, and it, it fucking I, impales him.
0: And you're like, man, he's being straight up washed, right? Yeah. Geez, spoilers for Serenity listeners, seriously, guys. So yeah, seriously. sorry we we probably should have said that beforehand. No, nah, that's fine. But <laughs> honestly. I just felt like everything about the way that that happened was so similar.
1: (laughs) It's so similar. It's
0: so similar that you're just like, what is this strange obsession that you got there, Joss, with the Uh, pilot of the vehicle being impaled?
1: Right? I guess Matrix also did that. It's definitely not unique to Joss, but...
0: But he does I mean, seem to
1: have a, an efficiency for it.
0: How did the guy get in front of the RV? Right? Uh, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> okay, I mean, so if yeah. if they can
0: catch up, then they can also zoom ahead and turn around in time to charge the fucking RV anyways. Sure.
1: So this signals the end of the attack. And Right, RV, go bye-bye. <laughs> right, RV uh, swerves too hard and tips over. Well... No more RV, I guess. I will miss it terribly.
0: Such a strange I guess their thinking was, okay, we've got like eight characters and they all need to (laughs) leave together. What vehicle could they possibly fit in?
1: Yeah. Yeah. RV did a fine job with it. Sure. (laughs) And like just what is this episode? That whole stupid fight with the RV and the the colonels? Oh man. How did you feel about that? Honestly. Like were you Oh, it's ridiculous. No, no.
0: Oh, no, it's ridiculous. And then, I mean, not that I, again, want Giles to hit the horsies,
1: much in the way of
0: Willow, but he can't hit a couple of horsies with a big fucking RV? Come on. Fuck.
1: Yeah. Okay, so the Scoobies all get out and they do a quick hike to a nearby abandoned gas station in the (laughs) desert, which, sure, this fucking episode is doing it. Let's go along for the ride. How did Spike make it there? Under a blanket, it's we've totes just done fine. away
0: with this whole vampires don't like the sun thing. He got I a guess. bit
1: sparkly. It was fine. Oh yeah. I mean, it's... early on the episode, Tara lit his hand on fire.
0: Yeah, with this brief sun through the window. That's all it took.
1: But blanket is, I guess, fine. He was complaining that he was burning up to some extent, but uh not Vamp- vampire very healing fast. factor. Oh, vampire I hate healing that. factor. I hate
0: that. But like, honestly, how fast are they traveling with Giles very injured?
1: Yeah. So Giles is in very rough shape. Uh, the Scoobies all start fighting each other with words, but uh, then more colonels show up because if you strike down 20, uh, they'll send a legion. Yeah. And they have sent a legion, I guess. And they start so launching many. flaming arrows at the gas station.
0: Like so many of these guys walked here. And oh you're my just... God. <laughs> how? When? How?
1: In chainmail. Yeah. Yeah. god they're dying
0: <laughs> oh jesus christ yeah i know but they got flaming arrows and it's a gas station so that's probably gonna go great for anybody
1: right they start breaking in and buffy and spike are trying to fight him off but spike still has this chip so like he can't hurt many people these are people still
0: it's battle around for spike his hands are fucked up and he yeah. can't hurt people so he's currently quite useless i don't he know
1: recently yeah. basically on fire
0: yeah oh this is my picture best in show
1: oh excellent
0: because uh, General Zod or whatever his name is shows up <laughs> on this horse and the horse is just looking super fly.
1: It's got such nice. Is that barding when it's Ooh, nice clothes I on a horse?
0: Yeah, I think so. Some sweet <gasps> horse duds
1: like the bit that it has in the mouth with yeah. the reins and the the fancy bits on the reins damn it's
0: so fancy
1: it's unnecessarily fancy some might say and yeah.
0: honestly it doesn't really match that well with the general because it his, does not his cloak is really more of like a deep red and this horse is like fire engine red
1: so, yeah. yeah i love that you've captured a guy in chainmail here because it's so <laughs> clear how poorly the chainmail hoods fit
0: so bad like the only guy who looks half decent is fucking dante or whatever
1: and even that is pretty questionable his is like his is falling off the back of his head pretty frequently so that you can see that sweet ass (laughs) face tattoo
0: oh true i mean that's important stuff that took the makeup department a while
1: Okay, so yes, right, all the people are getting in, they knock out the general, and then Willow throws up this wall of mystical energy around the whole gas station that should last for some unspecified amount of time. And the the general's in here too, so they captured him, good.
0: What was he thinking? He just runs in first (laughs) with no one else.
1: (gasps) It's... Terrible. Everything about these fucking Knights of Byzantium, which we have not yet mentioned their full name, actually, yeah, but yeah. K.O.B. Yeah. Yeah, kernels. Uh, kernels yeah, on the You know,
0: it's, we're confusing folks. Everything
1: about them is just awful. Garbage. Especially the old priests who show up when Dante calls for a cleric to investigate <laughs> this wall, and they start chanting at Willow's magic wall, saying that the, the power of this witch is nothing compared to the might of the Lord. And you're like, well, the Lord's sure fucking taking his time.
0: And then it's just like, so these guys are all in the service of like the Christian God?
1: I guess. Yeah. And, like,
0: What does that have to do with anything?
1: <laughs> it's the third faction. They haven't been thought out <laughs> very well.
0: <sighs> so, okay. we can We can talk about this a bit now. I think this is probably a good point. Mm-hmm. To, to to do it what is the purpose of this third faction i will tell you my guess okay <laughs> i think the purpose is to be a filler between <laughs> mm-hmm. when glory finds out and glory catches them yes because having glory chase them this whole episode doesn't work because she's already been shown to be much faster than them and like she has super god powers right Right. If she knows where they are, she catches them, she takes Dawn, that's it. Mm -hmm. Them just driving through the desert is also super boring. Yeah. So in order for there to be tension of some kind, you need a third faction. And to their credit, this isn't the first time we've ever seen them. (laughs) Can you even imagine? Oh my god. Oh,
1: if they'd showed up like late last episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Just the
1: biggest <laughs> ass pull ever.
0: I mean, they did set these guys up. When was the first episode they were in?
1: Uh, The one with the Watcher Council.
0: So mate, let's call it halfway through the season.
1: Yeah. What's that? What's that even called? Uh, <laughs> Is that Checkpoint?
0: I wanted to call it Checkpoint. Yeah, Yeah, it's that's checkpoint.
1: checkpoint. So that's yeah. season. That's episode 12.
0: Okay. So roughly halfway. Yeah. So halfway through the season, you're like, Ooh, a third faction planting the <laughs> seeds of that. We have brought them up a second time, about five episodes later. Oh, look, it's been five episodes, and here they are again. I don't know why I made them spooky. Uh,
1: Seven episodes, actually. I was just oh, looking. Oh. Yeah, because checkpoint and then blood ties, and then we don't see them until... <laughs> which is episode 13, and then we don't oh, see them until 20. Rough.
0: That's, yeah.
1: That is much so, worse than I thought.
0: It's pretty bad. Right. So I think, like, that's the only thing that makes sense, right?
1: Okay. So, no... i don't agree with you at all because what (laughs)
0: what the fuck are they doing here
1: (laughs) i've got an answer i've got a rebuttal but to your point if you take this episode out then very plausibly like if i just missed this episode somehow and went straight on to the next one i would Uh end one episode with glory showing up and seeing Dawn and knowing that she's the key. And then the next episode, I would have Giles be injured. And that's weird. And I'm sure the Scoobies are starting in a weird place too. But, like, Glory then has Dawn and they need to get her back. And that yeah. that's, a, that's a jump that I'm comfortable making as a viewer. I wouldn't be super comfortable with it. That's weird. But, like, you finesse things a little bit with the staging. And I'm totally okay with that.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> Part of the trouble here is I know what's going to happen next episode. Okay. (laughs) And it doesn't justify any of this by any means. If anything, it's probably going to give you more angry questions.
1: (laughs) Right. Now, I will say that there is a reason to have them in here. And it is entirely around General Zod and the (laughs) fact that he knows things about glory. Exposition, yeah. So he can exposit at them. This is a question answering episode.
0: Coming from him, the exposition seems the most reasonable. Mm -hmm. Like, so they've already made it quite clear that there is very little information about Glory, as -hmm. there should be. Like, it wouldn't make sense that, oh, in this book of hell gods, (laughs) tells me all this information about how Glory got kicked out of her other dimension. Like, no. Why would anyone know that information and have recorded it? That doesn't make any sense. Right. Like, the idea that these dudes have been... Well, no, no, because isn't it sort of implied that this whole glory being trapped in this dimension and Ben's body only happened when Ben was a baby?
1: Yeah, I think it happened about 25 years ago.
0: Yeah, no, now I've just reversed everything uh, that I just thought, because him knowing that much and he's had 25 years to find it out, that doesn't make any sense. It's super unreasonable, yeah. It's very unreasonable. It's incredibly crazy. Like how do they even know about Glory? Hmm.
1: Wait, what are the what are the Knights of Byzantium supposed to do? Is their order founded to destroy the key? That's is what that what seems. they've been like, trying to do this entire time?
0: My 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 thinking was that like from the conversations in this episode, the key is not directly linked to Glory.
1: The right. key is just no, it's not. the
0: thing Glory needs yeah. to get back to her dimension.
1: Because it was Probably, made at some point. Yeah. So then, it was
0: made a long time ago. So they right. the order of the, the knights has existed for a long time in the hopes that they'll be able to find and destroy the key, which they're clearly just really bad at. They're
1: terrible at it. Right. It took a bunch of, sorry, three Romanian monks <laughs> chanting for like five minutes to do the work that these guys have had thousands of years to do. Let's yeah, say it's a pretty thousand. pretty
0: rough. Let's, why ah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if if the trouble with this is the fact that there does not seem to be a feasible way for them to fight Glory. Mm, you know what? The other thing that this guy tells them is that he like he literally tells them Glory's weakness.
1: Right. And so, Which is that Ben is mortal. So if you can he, kill Ben, yeah. or they don't know it's Ben, but no, if you can kill know the that guy, they think there's a person. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And without them, him telling them that, there's also no way he would have known. They would have known that.
1: Yeah, but there are other ways to get exposition. It doesn't make sense that the Cobb know this information. It doesn't make any more sense than the Watchers having known it. Like, the Watchers are ostensibly an equally well-funded and knowledgeable organization. Their whole thing is gaining knowledge, whereas the the Cobb's whole thing is destroying the key. And this is tangentially related to the key. Well, and,
0: you know, the way that they talk about the Beast... It sounds like this has been an evil figure that their organization has been fighting for a long time.
1: At most 26 years.
0: And like they would only have knowledge of Glory in that she is interested in the key. Mm -hmm. And like early in Ben's life this wasn't happening presumably. So I've got
1: headcanon that because yeah glory is ben and she can take control of him so my theory is that rather thematically for buffy ben started transforming into glory around when he was 11 to 13 and going through puberty and it's all a big puberty metaphor
0: (laughs) the idea that ben was transforming into glory before he finished med school is absurd Actually, because that's true. Yeah. How did he finish med school? Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> I mean, he was he was lapsing into glory. She's been gaining more and more power, so I guess it was there, only for was like, like half an hour. Super at the time. brief before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. So this is the point in the D D campaign when things have really gone wrong for your party, and right. you need to just as a dungeon master, you need to reevaluate. As a player, you should be thinking: Aren't I ostensibly a good character? because the scoobies have got this general zod and they're like well we need information and i'm like oh no oh i've done this oh no i've been here years ago when i was stupider and so they tie up general zod and they threaten to kill him and you're like okay yeah no i know how this goes listen oh boy guys you just you can't
0: It's one of those threats that they clearly have no intention of following through on. And he's not scared at all.
1: Buffy just got a taste for blood. What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's... (laughs) It's so problematic that she just kills that guy. I got nothing.
1: So yeah, he Uh. exposits all over the place about the Beast. And I think we've covered all the salient points there at this point. Beast was warring with a couple other gods. She got too powerful. She got kicked out. Looking for the key. The key can be activated in some way. And then that opens up this dimension to all other dimensions. So then Glory can go home. But that's bad because then all the other dimensions would leak into this dimension. And that is worse than just Glory leaving, basically.
0: It sounds like all dimensions leaking into all dimensions. Yeah. Which, if you're Glory, sounds probably pretty good. Presumably, the hell dimension she came from was pretty bad. So, Mm -hmm. on average. (laughs) <laughs> she's gonna have a good time
1: but like land of perpetual wednesdays i don't want that crossing mm. over with my reality
0: shit hell no
1: what if the and... world where it's entirely shrimp collides with the dimension where there's no shrimp
0: that's a i mean that's a black hole situation right And terrible i don't want that yeah that's the end of time so it was at this point and it's a bit later like he he gets two bouts of exposition i think <laughs> sure he has the initial one where he talks about Glory, and then he has the later one where he talks about what Dawn is because she wants to know. Right. And in the, the second one where he's going on about what will happen if Glory is successful, you're just kind of like, this guy's making some good points. Mm. Like, the the stakes here...
1: Yeah. No, kill Dawn.
0: <laughs> they're so high, and all you have to do is kill Dawn. Oh, uh, like that's you all you killed, have to do. You just killed, like, seven guys. <laughs>
1: Is it all you have to do?
0: I don't <laughs> They seem that and this is my other problem with it, is they seem positive that killing Dawn is gonna fix all the problems. Doesn't, isn't just, that just
1: activating the key?
0: That just seems so <laughs> wrong and it like it can't possibly be that easy if the key is this powerful mystical force that's been around for question mark amount of time
1: if that solves it how did putting it in a mortal body help doesn't that just make it it easier to destroy right isn't isn't glory gonna get the key if it's released from its (sighs) mortal bonds i don't know i don't and this is the problem it's a ton of fucking exposition and i'm still pretty unclear as to what's actually going on
0: listen it's like they said a big ethereal door is going to just appear at the time of the alignment. Right. And Glory's going to just kind of stick Dawn in and twist <laughs> her, like we were talking about in that other episode.
1: Well, and also, then Buffy's gift is death. Sure, so yeah. then, <laughs> so <laughs> she can gift that, right, <laughs> to solve things in a way that I'm not going to spoil anything. I've totally yeah. spoiled everything. It's fine. It's fine. Uh,. But <laughs> How does that fix anything? Because isn't that activating? Thi- <sighs> I'm confused. And I'm sure the next two episodes will answer every one of my questions perfectly well.
0: It'll answer some of them. It'll answer <laughs> the ones you care about the most, probably. Okay, cool. Some will definitely not be answered. So my my thinking is that this guy, I mean, they don't have the time for this. They should have done this before they even left in the RV. But if it is truly as easy as killing Dawn, you just give Dawn a fake tooth, You pop a cyanide capsule in there, and then if she gets captured, she just, you know. You bite down. Yeah. Just just bite bite down down. hard, Donnie. Yeah. (laughs) You know, fate of the world, fate of all universes.
1: You're an angsty teen anyway, right? You probably want to die. It's fine.
0: Bite down, Don, you know. That solves all the problems.
1: Okay, so all the crazies start talking about time. We're skipping back through a bunch of yeah. things because I forgot where all the exposition happened. It's all it's, good. It litters this episode.
0: It does litter it, yeah.
1: Right, so crazies start talking about time. All the mental patients at the hospital get free of their chains also chanting about the time has come or like it's time, time, time. Dante kills Orlando because he was crazy and then yells at the cleric some more. Sure, giver.
0: Yeah, I, I mean... Orlando, we will later see, was fucked either way.
1: Yeah, he wasn't going to do well.
0: But this whole idea that this is like a mercy killing of some kind. That's
1: super problematic.
0: Yep. I mean, what do we really know about these guys? Not too much. So maybe this is their jam. Who knows? They're a cult, as we said. They have a cult ritual phrase, you know? Mm -hmm, Yeah. The key is the link. The link must be severed. Such is the will of God. I'm pretty sure that's it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: sounds about right i don't really care and i will not remember after this episode (laughs) nope okay so giles is gonna die and they're playing this up a fair bit like he's in he's in some serious trouble right which uh i think that leads into our last segment for the evening burn it down that's where i saw the leprechaun he told me to burn things Ah, you've done grand laddie now you know what you have to do
0: burn the house down burn them all Giles is dying, they need a doctor, they only know one doctor.
1: Before we get to knowing doctors, (laughs) and they know Uh? two doctors, they had that one that couldn't (laughs) save Joyce, and also performed the autopsy? Man, medical professionals in this show know a lot about just general medicine.
0: I (sighs) was just about to say that we know Dr. Scientist, but he got super skewered. Yeah. Take that
1: back. Yeah, he died and then was zombified, but then he got his tubes ripped out, and yeah, it was bad times.
0: I really am so disgusted by that phrase.
1: <laughs> Good. So before we get to any of that, the burning it down, <laughs> Joss knows that the, that things are changing around Buffy, right? He knows that they're jumping networks. He doesn't necessarily know that they're actually getting another season at this point. He's thinking about all the things that he wanted to do. Killing
0: Giles?
1: <laughs> and for anyone who's seen, uh. for anyone who's seen Cabin in the Woods, Serenity, or... Or any of the epilogue episodes from Dollhouse. They gotta, I mean, obviously those things have not come out yet. But in retrospect, they're like, oh no, what's he gonna do? He has all the power now. He's got no one holding him in check. I I just got to imagine that the pressure that he had internally to just kill everyone.
0: He does, and I mean, he might not be wrong about this, but he does equate character death with seriousness of whatever the media is like the stakes aren't real unless someone is mm. dying or about to die is what it really seems to be and that mm-hmm. certainly is a way to raise the stakes i don't think it's the only way
1: Nah, but it does work i don't just does it even <laughs> to not raise the stakes though like Joss loves just killing people because it was that character's (laughs) The man loves a good
0: apocalypse, don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah, it's one of the dollhouse epilogues that, like, I think it's early in the first episode. The main character (laughs) gets shot in the head. (laughs) Not like Echo or whatever her name is, but her, you know, her guy friend. And you're just like, oh... Oh, he's just dead now. And Joss is like, yep, didn't need him. Let's go. And you're like, but didn't
0: we? He seemed cool in all those other episodes of
1: this show. Yeah. Where he was the main character. (laughs) No big deal. Yeah. So good job, Joss. You managed to refrain from killing a ton of people. A ton of named characters. A
0: ton of people did die. A
1: ton of named characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of people definitely die. Not so much. No. Dante, I guess.
1: Yeah, and the general. And general Zod, yeah. Right. So, his yes.
0: Name, what is his fucking name? Oh, Gregor.
1: Oh, right, yeah. I knew that it was Gigi.
0: <laughs> oh, we should have been calling him Gigi. Or, uh, what's Gregor Clegane? The mountain?
1: Oh, yes, the mountain who rides.
0: Yeah, so just to be most confusing, Mount Zod.
1: Oh, uh, no. Okay, I'm vetoing <laughs> everything. So Buffy needs a doctor. <laughs> Who's she gonna call? That one doctor that she knows, Ben, the cute nameless intern. And, like... No, just just fucking say no. Be like, "Oh, like, sorry Buffy, I'm at the hospital." Click.
0: Now, this we had this scene earlier with Ben and the Lady Minion. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of that scene was for Ben to come to the realization that he was more interested in living than being afraid to kill Don. Right. That was sort of or like what he was on the path to realizing. Yeah. And uh, I mean, He doesn't really try to kill Don when he's here.
1: (laughs) I mean, you've got sinister needle.
0: (laughs) Right. They play it. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're just trying to play it like, oh, look at him. Look at this needle. He's going near Don with the sinister needle. Oh, that sounds like a really fucked up euphemism.
1: No, he's he's just going to kill her. That's the implication. Yeah. He's looking very dexter as he's like, hey. It's
0: super Dexter, I yes. hope I don't
1: trip and fall and stab you with this needle, <laughs> killing you. And but no, he's just helping Giles, it's fine.
0: Well, so he's, he's shown to have this struggle of, you know, he became a doctor because he wanted to help people. So as a doctor, can he morally kill a person even though the general makes it very clear that if the like the beast's influence will fade if the key is killed and that would mean he could go back to having his own life blah 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 i don't know he's the whole hippopotamus
1: oath though like he right first do no harm yeah like it's not second or third do no harm
0: no it's first number one
1: (laughs) yeah so i can i can sympathize with ben as a medical professional this is not where he this is not his wheelhouse. This is Buffy's wheelhouse. She's the sister. She should do the honorable thing and just kill her sister.
0: <laughs> she should, though. I she mean, should, we, yeah. We joke about these sorts of things, and I'm not, you know, advocating for killing people, but the stakes are so absurd You're weighing one person versus literally everyone in every dimension.
1: This is the problem. This is the fucking thing that I used to say all the time on this podcast. The fate of the many outweigh the the needs of the few or the one.
0: The greater good. Yes, the greater goddamn (laughs) good. Yeah.
1: And no, it's fine. So whatever. Right. Ben, the cute nameless intern, stabilizes Giles. He takes, like, a hot second to flirt with Buffy, because why not, right? It's, it's all I japes. I
0: Super japes, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. Honestly, shouldn't they be just... So suspicious that Buffy called him up and was like, yo, we're at this abandoned gas station at the desert surrounded by a bunch of dudes wearing chainmail and this like magical invisible barrier. And one of us has been stabbed. But like, if you could just come here and help him, that would be great.
1: First to do no harm.
0: (laughs) And he's like, yeah, no problem, Buffy. No big deal. Be right there. No, it's no trouble at all, Buffy.
1: So we learn that we need to kill him. They don't know who this man could be that turns into glory, though, and that's a big conundrum. But then, oh, he turns into glory right in front of them, and unlike the last time, everyone can still remember this time. <laughs> Let's is, see. Which is good. Can they? I don't even know. Maybe they just forget that Don <laughs> ever existed. That'd be a short two episodes. Bye-bye, world. Bye-bye, world. Who needs it? And yeah, right. So Glory is here. She sees everything. She grabs Dawn. She, uh, you know, gets it the hell out of Dodge after killing Mountain Zod, is what you wanted to call him. (laughs) (sighs) At least we won't see him again now.
0: Such a long walk. This is the last time we have to talk about him. Uh, I don't wish to pour one out for him because I have no affection for him.
1: No, doesn't matter. Uh, And also she gets out of this barrier and then we hear a bunch of fighting off screen that would have been very expensive to film in an already expensive expensive. (laughs) episode. So we just don't need to film any of it.
0: Way easier to just show the aftermath carnage.
1: Everyone dead with a fair spattering of blood, but otherwise low carnage
0: we got some blood watch that's for sure yeah uh the wiki claims that this was hundreds of knights of byzantium that's (laughs) That's the official
1: implication yeah yeah i mean on screen do we ever see more than 50 people 50 extras is so many to get in and costume and try to coordinate some of them are on horses too oh my god
0: oh no do you think she killed the fly horse yeah
1: she killed everything out here and that horse it knew its duty it was going after her hard oh no it died you doing know doing
0: what it loved
1: well d- doing its duty
0: hoofing <laughs> people in the face
1: hoofing <laughs> people in the face <laughs> as it's known <laughs> and yeah so that's the end of our episode all the colonels are dead glory got away with dawn buffy has a bit of a breakdown hey good times
0: yeah the wiki also says that Claims that Anya killed the one knight with who she whacked with the frying pan. Uh, Buffy killed three knights by throwing them from the bus. One with the axe and one by breaking his neck, which I don't really remember happening.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't remember that happening either.
0: So, yeah, that's a that's a count of five there for Buffy of humans killed. (laughs) Dang. And we're just going to blaze right past that.
1: No, I'm sure the next half season will be about her recovering from the guilt of having killed some people.
0: Yeah, yeah, hopefully. I mean,
1: we definitely know that she's going to hell for having unrepentantly killed members of God's church.
0: Yeah, well, exactly.
1: (laughs) And associating with a witch? Man, if she ever dies, she's definitely going to hell. Jeez. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll see.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Michaela, uh, let's run through the litany in an episode bereft of choice, what was the best
0: outfit? Shit. Oh, Is it no. the horse's outfit? Oh my god, obviously. <laughs> Does the horse
1: uh, run away with this as best in show?
0: I was so briefly worried that I had nothing for this, nothing at all. And then that beautiful horse. <laughs> oh, best in show indeed. Does the horse get a name? Probably not. <laughs> what, what, what do you say there? What are you Wiki? even looking for? I'm hoping that it'll be like, General Gregor rides up on his horse, Chestnut. (laughs) It does not say that. I want to be super clear. Uh, Oh, it doesn't even mention that in the death count that the horses were killed.
1: We don't see the horses dead. Horses are people too. No, they're not. They're not humans.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, the horse wins. Chestnut, is that a good name for a a black horse?
1: Sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean no it isn't but sure it's fine. <laughs> okay so Chestnut takes home the trophy for uh, best outfit. Yeah. Uh, who would you say won this episode?
0: Glory.
1: Glory for Sherseys. Yeah. Yeah. And Michaela, do you like this episode?
0: It's just so weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's I they they wrote themselves into a corner. They've got this neat idea that's the beginning of the season and they're like We've got this cool thing it's the key we got this hell god buffy can't possibly fight her that probably won't be a problem for us later and then they know where they're going they know what's yep. going to happen mm-hmm. in the last like 10 minutes of the last episode oh yeah got they that. know
1: that very well
0: <laughs> yeah they've been they've been teasing that for redzies and in between they're like oh well we can't really have buffy fighting glory too much cuz the whole point of this is that glory is way too strong for that hmm hmm what should we do instead
1: hmm uh uh, yeah one of the imdb reviews uh the title of it is only buffy the vampire slayer could have knights attacking an rv and to make it all seem perfectly reasonable and then i'm like "Mm, i take issue with that actually uh yeah i i did not care for this episode (laughs) i don't know if i've made that clear enough yet
0: yeah no i got that impression i did
1: it's not their best work
0: what is the uh the IMDb rating on this one?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Let uh, me look at
0: the one that does all the amalgamating yeah, the as well. Yeah, the amalgamated
1: reviews. This is an 8.5. This is a highly rated episode. Uh, yeah, medium to high.
0: Yeah, that's pretty I would say that's pretty highly rated. I'm I'm guessing it's going to be pretty high on this other one. Think people like
1: it? I think they really I think.
0: do. Uh, so yeah, 64 out of 144. So that's Okay. Yeah, Pretty middling. close to the middle. Yeah.
1: But yeah. that, that makes me feel better.
0: Honestly, I don't know. That might still be a bit high. It's one of those things where in a show like this, you sort of just have to take the things they're presenting and mm-hmm. you have to buy in, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you can't watch the show. Mm-hmm. And I think that, again, thinking this critically about these things... It makes you go, wait a minute.
1: None of this, this holds show, together.
0: The show doesn't need these random nights.
1: Oh, Why just, are it's they so here? so doesn't. It so doesn't.
0: It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, it really mm. falls apart. And okay. when, I was just so mad that they were catching up to the RV. I know that's the least of our problems. <laughs> I just... That's where it fell apart for me.
1: <laughs> Everyone complains about how the RV is underpowered. It's fine. Mm. Michaela, what do you think our favorite IMDb reviewer, Taylor Kingston, titled this review for the episode?
0: So, brief sidebar. Mm-hmm. I just realized we should have been calling this segment Teak Talk.
1: <sighs>
0: <laughs> the entire time. And time for Teak Talk. Yeah, right?
1: Yes. All right. What do you think Tik's called it?
0: There's so many options.
1: Yep. and it's the, gonna surprise you.
0: The one where they drive away in an RV.
1: That is very close in theme to okay. the one where they run.
0: Okay, that's well, that's very sinister.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love this episode. It's mm-hmm. so amazing. It's the first episode leading up to the Amazing Season finale, which is one of my all-time favorite season finales from the show.
0: Okay, no. No. No, Teeks. That's what you said last week.
1: One of my all-time favorite finales from this show.
0: No. Last week, Teeks said, this is the first episode leading up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this does not actually... (laughs) This is not the first episode leading up to the finale. This is the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Very clearly. Anyway. This episode is definitely one of my all-time favorite episodes from this season, comma, and from the series. Now, Teeks has knocked it out of the park in several ways in this review. Uh, And again... Oh,
0: oh, no, he spoiled something. No, no, no. No, it's it's all all fine. Um,
1: It's mostly the commas and the the sort of end bits that we'll get to. But let's read out a couple things true to commas. In this episode... Mm. Now that Glory knows Dawn is the key, everyone decides running is the best chance for survival. Spike steals an RV, and they all head out of town. They are followed by the Knights of Byzantium, who try to kill Dawn, and even end up seriously hurting Giles. Was, uh, that,
0: was that one sentence? No, 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 it, that's three oh, sentences. God. But, okay, I mean, still.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, b- a bunch of things, right, um... <laughs> you got your inaccuracies they find a place to hide out and willow casts a protection spell around it works for a while until the knight's priests punch a hole through the barrier never happens true nope. yeah yeah uh <laughs> buffy eventually calls ben for some medical assistance but while there ben turns into glory and she takes dawn fun fact this is the first and only time that buffy ever kills humans the knights of byzantium <laughs> which is good to know you know but yeah. she also kills five of them she has a a taste for blood
0: you know wacky fun that fact
1: and i mean it gets better here best part of the episode everything and you're like (laughs) damn okay worst part of the episode the knights they're so annoying and you're like but (laughs) wait you said everything the knights are a significant part of this episode too they are just it's a wash with knights they're everywhere yeah. Overall, I give this episode a 10 out of 10, which in my ratings book is Whoa! freaking ridiculous. Yes, Teeks loved it. That's... 100% loved it.
0: It's very action heavy. Mm-hmm. And is, in theory, is fun because of that. But the action is just so problematic.
1: Oh, that's such nonsense. <laughs> God. That
0: it just brings up all these questions like really troubling questions like hey did buffy just murder that man oh there goes another one oh we're not done <laughs> yeah
1: oh that's an axe that is a oh that man is very dead yep an axe and then a fall backwards onto the ground oh uh, uh, yeah yeah that, a that lot axe of chest guy, trauma no and then way. a spinal injury
0: there's just no way probably being We've trampled seen- by some horses it- What the knights do to people who aren't in peak physical condition or mental condition anymore.
1: God damn. All right. Well, that was this fantastic episode. Uh, Coming up next, I'm going to take a wild guess at the name. Uh, If I say The Weight of the World, how does that ring? That's
0: quite correct. Nailed it. Did you look it up?
1: No, I was looking at the Netflix for pictures for today and I yeah, couldn't help but you see saw it. it. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Ah, that's, that's, that's the, the only thing I saw. That's fine.
0: That's, yeah. I'm trying to decide. Do you want to know what it's really about?
1: <laughs> okay. So it's really the ramp up to a lot of things. Uh,
0: Oddly, it's sort of not.
1: What? <laughs>
0: like it is?
1: Glory has Dawn. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, she
1: has snatched her. She's caught that kid. Yeah. What?
0: So it would be, what you're saying to me is that it would just be insane for the next episode, Buffy to be in a catatonic state.
1: (laughs) Okay, Okay, so that is where we leave things at the end of this episode. And that would go along with your statement that it's important (laughs) that this episode happen in order for the next one to make any sense. But then I think, what if you just cut both of these episodes?
0: that was also my thinking is that you were gonna say that about the next episode (laughs) it's fine don't even worry
1: i'm just i'm so mad i'm so mad right now
0: it's not gonna be just that there's gonna be other things Uh uh-huh is it gonna be restless level nonsense no
1: i'm so mad i'm entering a cataclysmic state of my own
0: (laughs) so yeah looking forward to that
1: okay well until then Mm. our listeners can always reach out to us via email beyondvenue.hellmouth at gmail.com they can find all of the pictures up on the facebook page just search welcome to the hellmouth and if you want to reach out to michaela or i personally you can find us on steam it S-T-E-E-M-I-T, a social network that rewards bloggers with Steam, which is a new blockchain cryptocurrency that is oh, definitely Jesus. worthwhile. God. <laughs> I'm on there at all steamed up, Michaela.
0: I'm on there at steam it, stream
1: it. Very nice. And until next time, fare farewell from, from the, the Hellmouth. Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth.